Welcome to Rumike Talks podcast. I'm your host, Konstantin Starodetsky. This is a space where I interview professionals from the entertainment industry and discuss popular film-related topics with my co-host and producing partner, Romana Dinevska. Our goal is to help and motivate aspiring filmmakers to get their films made. Enjoy. Today, we're going to talk about where to start. Where to start? That's the question that I ask myself sometimes. And the answer is total body reset. So how do you do that? To me, it's the following. Go to sauna. Do a Russian bane or any sauna that you can find. A Korean spa. And then dive in the cold water. So the idea here is to expose your physical body to physical conditions to put your body in a state of stress so then all of the little worries that you have in your head don't bother you because you have this immediate danger that threatens your body and therefore recharges your body you should do that no matter whether you want a total reset or not the heat cold procedures but if you feel like you're not ready for the extreme temperature exposures then here's another thing that you can do to your body 30 burpees If you don't know what burpees are, it's basically a jump with a push-up. So you jump upwards, then you fall down on your arms and do a push-up, then you jump again and you do that 30 times. And trust me, if you've never done burpees, 30 burpees is gonna be close to impossible for you to complete and will put your body in a state of stress, which is the goal here. The goal is to put your body in the state where the thoughts and worries and and fog and all the clutter of your thoughts that bothers you leave the body for at least some time. And the third thing you can do is to swim. To swim 25 meters or if you translate it in feet, 84 feet, like the standard size of the pool or the Olympic size, 50 meters if you want to. But if you swim as fast as you can for 25 meters, it will put you to that state of mind. Now comes the key moment. You have to have a piece of paper and a pen handy when you complete one of those three tasks. So have something nearby your sauna, have something nearby uh, your gym or have something nearby you when you're at the gym or when you're exercising outdoors or have something on the bench at the swimming pool or on your beach towel if you're uh, near the ocean or the sea. And now when you put your body in this physical stress mode, it's time to write. And what you're going to write is crucial. And here what you need to write. You need to write what's important to you. What is meaningful to you. Write just in general, in life, what brings you meaning as a human being. Write that down after you put your physical body through stress. That's the first step. And now we're going to move to the second step. Rumki, what can you tell us about the second step? Analyze how the important things in your life fit within your skill set and inspiration. So to get back on track with your goals, I would say write down 25 projects that you can do. Of course, 25 is a big bite to swallow and you always have to narrow it down from those 25 narrow them to five pick the ones that you can actually execute the ones that are possible to execute that fit in your skill set 
and that you that are really important to you um, that you can prioritize. So narrow them down for, to five. Then set yourself a deadline with serious stakes. And this is really important. For example, when we are students and we're at school, there are stakes that keep us responsible, keep us doing our homework, keep us doing our projects, whether it's you're going to get a a low grade, you're not going to pass the year, or your parents might not get you a ticket to Disneyland, whatever it is, there's someone to or something to hold you accountable. So, but when you're an adult and you're in charge of your own creative projects and your own goals and you're in charge to work towards them, sometimes we can procrastinate because all of a sudden there's no one to hold us accountable except ourselves. So that's why it's important to play some tricks on yourself in order to really finish the projects and the tasks you set for yourself. Uh, And that's why I said, set yourself a deadline with some serious stakes. And Constantine will elaborate more on what that means, because I know that he's been doing this in the past, and he always gives me this advice as well. Yeah, that's the hardest part in any creative process. How do you set the right stakes? And it's not easy. It may sound easy, but it's actually not easy in real life. You read all those blocks, set yourself stakes. You read those blocks to like (laughs) promise to pledge uh, to put your money to a charity or organization that you hate if you don't complete your creative task. Those things are pretty strong. And even though I think they will work, but they're really going to push you too hard. And then eventually (laughs) might end up donating to (laughs) organizations that you hate. However, you have to come up with something as serious as this. And as Romana mentioned before, the easiest example that most of us have is the college experience or high school experience. And during that experience, remember, what were the things that were motivating you to be your best self at school? Of course, given that you had some good grades at least one year of your high school. Here's my story. I'm going to take you through all the things that Rumana just said with the examples from my personal life. I was at UCLA and I had to come up with projects to write. I was studying screenwriting. I needed to come up with 25 films. And it's, it's not hard for me because ideas come easy. Because the hardest thing is the execution of those ideas. I can throw away hundreds of ideas, but what's most important is the execution because you cannot really copyright the idea. So I came up with 25 different films, ideas for 25 different films. And I just was going through them and, and start narrowing them down to the things that that I like. And this list included a wide variety of films, different genres from Western sci-fi fantasy to drama and comedy and short films and TV shows and feature films. I narrowed them down to the following five projects that I want to make. First, sci-fi feature. Second, fantasy feature. Fantasy one-hour TV show. Comedy half-hour TV show. And a short film. So now I have those five projects. And of course, I cannot do them all at once. So I need to pick one. And what helped me to narrow down those five projects is is the school. Because... You take certain classes and the class, the name of the class, like writing a feature film, writing a TV show. First is to narrow down your attention to to one project at a time. So the first one was a feature film. So 
I decided to write a feature film and focus solely on that. So then I have the school's curriculum to force me to keep going on this one project. It all started with having a class where you break down your story, you pitch it, you come up with several ideas for this one story. And then you pick one and then you create an outline. So basically you organize your project into a sort of star a starting package that will allow you to go forward. Once you have the starting package, the outline, the characters, everything, then you just put pure work. And that's where most of us fail. The consistency. We fail at the consistency of creating and in my case, writing. Because it is hard to write. Especially, it's hard to, to start writing. The classes uh, at school force you to turn 10 pages a week, or sometimes even 20 pages a week. You're going to be faced with 15 different students and a teacher. And if you don't have your pages written, which is seemingly an easy task per week, but if you don't do that, then you're going to have to go through embarrassment of everyone looking at you. It's like, ah, you didn't write your pages and you didn't progress towards your work. And, and just the weeks of your studies were wasted. And especially money, because if you pay for the classes, then, you know, it's quite expensive, especially here in America. So that's a great motivation and that's a great stake. And this is the guideline. So how can you create a stake like this when you pay thousands of dollars to study? without doing so maybe you do have to pay for something maybe you do need to take a class there are tons of classes and some of them good some of them great some of them so so but the point of those classes is not to find the best ever class the selected schools for like top gun writers the goal is to find the place where you pay money so you're forced to come and write those pages and those type of things work so if you decide to do that that, that will always work for you but if that's not an option, then think, how can I create a place where the stakes are similar to the stakes that you had at the university or at high school? 10 pages, then 20 pages, then 30 pages turned into a feature film for me, a fantasy feature film for me. And as I was writing it, there was many things happen along the way. You know, everything that I was going through during the weeks, the hikes that I took, they all incorporated in the story. So when I was starting the story, I didn't know that I can end up where I ended up towards the end of the story in the feature film. Even though I knew what kind of ending I was heading towards, but I didn't know all the details. Everyone else in class didn't have that amount of details when they just started writing. They only got to that point when they finished their first draft. Pretty much 100% of class <laughs> didn't like what they did, but they still did it. And they had that work done. They put the, all those words on paper. And many people of the class were saying the, this thing that I wanted this feature to be very deep and like A24-like, but it ended up like some C movie, C comedy. Like, where did I go wrong? That's not what I wanted to write. But it's okay because that's what happens in the first draft. First, you're just trying to get the story out. For yourself to make it understandable to yourself and now the second step will be the second draft where you're gonna write put all of the things that you've written into a shape that will be understandable to the people who read it i finished it and i uh, took it to the second draft stage where people could understand what what i was trying to say and once you once you've done that once you complete it once you put it down and more or less satisfied then you can move to the next step one of those five picks that you pick for yourself and for me it was the short film 
And long story short, I completed them all, one by one. And that's how you do it. You pick one, you complete it, you move to the next one. So there you go. Now it's your turn, guys. Rumki? When you're wondering where to start from, when you feel you're like you're in a rut and that you need some more inspiration in your life, like Constantine mentioned, first to reset your physical state, then your mental state, so you have more confidence to then work on your goals and achieve them. Moving forward without the knowledge of what's meaningful to you can really be a torture. So that's why it's important to reset your physical state and then reset your mental state. One of the ways that Constantine mentioned that can help you to reset your physical state, reset your body, is going to the sauna or plunge into cold water, do some burpees, do exercises, change your diet. All of those things can really reset your body. And then for to reset your mental state, they can, these things, these physical things can also be helpful, but it's really important to always check in with yourself and do some journaling and really, really narrow down the things and the goals that are important to you to work on and that you want to prioritize. So that's where you start. Always do that first. Then you're prepared mentally and physically to really work on the things you truly care about. And now we came to the part, obsession of the week. Constantine, what is your obsession of this week? This week, I'm obsessed with the book Outlive by Peter Atia. I've been obsessing with it for quite a while, even before it arrived. Now it finally arrived, and I'm reading it. And I started learning a lot of interesting things about how the healthcare system works here and just in general what we should pay attention to in terms of health and in terms of uh, a health span which is one of the most important things because you can live till 120 years but if you cannot even move when you're 100 then it's not pleasant it's important to learn how to train your body in a way so your body and brain and everything else is active and you can play with your grandchildren you can do things that many people don't do like an older age uh, because because their body deteriorates in one way or another and this book helps you to maximize the body that you have so as you grow older you're less prone to injuries and other things that can hit your body as it ages it gives you tools uh, and techniques on how to think about that and how to organize your life in a way so that you age gracefully, so to speak. Arumki, what is your obsession? My obsession of the week is Cirque du Soleil. And we specifically watched the show Curtail just yesterday. And this was my first time watching a performance by Cirque du Soleil. And I loved it. I was mesmerized. It was so wonderful, so magical. Uh, the performers were amazing. The tricks and um, um, acrobatics, was amazing. So we had so much fun. So I highly recommend it to watch any of their shows. It's really entertaining. Nice. So that's it for this week, folks. Thank you so much for tuning in. And as always... We'd really appreciate if you leave us a five-star rating and review. It really helps us to grow. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Rumike Talks podcast. You can find the show notes at rumike.com. I'm your host, Konstantin Starodetsky. My producing partner, Rumena Dinevska. See ya.